0: musicians and
1: Is up, you wonderful people? It's the Harley and Josh Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. How are you doing, man? Yes, happy, happy, happy. This week we're going to be talking about Article 13 once again. <laughs> uh, so funny. Oh, once again, isn't it great? It's back. Uh, as well as some music from Polly Haynes. We've got Connor Nunn as well as some old school music from Stratus Fire. Uh, and we're also going to be talking about music as a business. Should we all be more wary, Harley? Don't That's ask a them talk good well Okay. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, we, I, I was not prepared. I was, yes. <laughs> Thank goodness I can prepare now. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what have you been up to, sir?
2: Wow. Wow. It's been a good. It's been a good week for me. I um was I did rock project on Monday and then I left you guys to it. Yeah. I felt really bad about that because uh, you, you survived without me. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's good. That makes me feel less like I'm oh, well, an integral needed. part.
1: But Yeah, <laughs> you're an <laughs> integral part, you're needed. But, you know, don't worry about it.
2: Yeah, so I um, had to shoot off down to the other side of the country. Yay. Um Down to the side. Down to Devon. Down to Devon. Oh, to de- Devon. Dervard, uh, Devon. No, no. Um, <laughs> dervard. Yeah, so I went all the way to uh, to Devon to um Work see. with BT. Well, it was open-reach because they're dead. Different companies.
1: Oh, of course. Um, so it's not telecom, I suppose.
2: Yes, no. The, the, so OpenReach is the branch for the, uh, which specifically works with fiber optic cable mm-hmm. uh, laying and installations and stuff like that. Right. I don't understand
1: it fully. So wasn't it fun to be talked about that
2: well, around I, you the whole time? Yes. Well, I was what, what, uh, watching the, the visual side of things. I, I was in control of the screens and stuff the project kind of stuff nice yeah which was interesting i'd never done visuals before i'd I'd done these shows before but specifically running the the desk doing the sound so it was a conference yeah yeah so um uh, they had uh i think 120 of their workers in uh to watch this conference and Mm -hmm. these people were talking about how they go about um you know installing or what it was more a case of this is where we are with a business this is where we're going we want to know what needs to be changed generally thumbs up well done everyone were you watching like the whole time or was there just points you're like Grr. i was supposed to be watching the whole time <laughs> 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 to be honest i was lucky i only did the show three times um uh so oh, I, the same thing yeah, oh yeah
1: three times yep but
2: <laughs> i joined in on the show two weeks in <laughs> They the the guys who I was with were well, they left uh, to go on tour on the eighth of no sixth of January, right? And they've been doing it since. Wow! Something on the lines of seventeen or eighteen shows already, or just a week or something. <laughs> That's what they've done so far. Oh my God. <laughs> um. Usually one or two a day. Right. Um. So yeah, it was. I I was like I turned up really fresh faced and. You know, ready to? go, Oh, great! I'm really looking forward to. Oh, it's Uh, really cool what they do there when they uh, make the thingy work. Yeah, and the guys are like, uh huh. Yeah, it's just (laughs) okay. Well, but actually, I turned up and uh, I was the the first day I was supposed to be shadowing because it was running a system I'd not used before. So I was I was there to shadow for the first day to do the job the second day. Right, yeah, yeah. Callum McDonald, great tech. He was there running the show, so I was going to be shadowing him, mm-hmm. um, and then, because he wasn't there the next day, so I was covering for him, mm-hmm. and I turned up. Uh, what we, kind of venue was it? So this one, th- these were all at like hotels and stuff. The right, first okay. day was at a hotel in Plymouth. The second one was at a race course, a horse racing oh, right. course in Exeter. In Because
1: they, they got the fastest broadband, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Like, um, they probably mentioned that at least once, right? No,
2: nobody, um, nobody mentioned
1: They need somebody like me writing this stuff, come on! <laughs>
2: there's, a, there's a future yet. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I turned up to sort of watch what Callum had to do, and he goes, well, basically, you just slide this one up to go to that screen, this one down to go to that screen, you've got these two laptops there, they basically do the same thing, but if one goes down, you can go to the other. I'll leave you to it, mate, and walked off. <laughs> and this was, like, four minutes before the show started, like...
0: Okay.
1: (laughs) 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 What? That. That. Yes. But it uh, it went pretty smoothly. It's much the same as like when I used to do stuff at the Regent. It would be big touring bands come along, like Status Quo, Motorhead, and and Thin Lizzy, and it would be that thing of like uh, you'd turn up, you'd do the load in, and you'd be like, Mm -hmm. oh my god, this is oh this is this is Scott Gorham's guitar. Oh my god, this is Lemmy's bass or something like this. And then the crew were just like. (sighs) yeah, (laughs) <laughs> yeah. because 'cause I've it, been on tour with them for six months. It's, yeah, it's just it's not it's exciting just, anymore.
2: That's their that's their office. That's their desk.
1: Yeah. You know? Freezing and, cold um, and a pair of rubber gloves. Yeah.
2: Exactly that. Uh tightly your next never mind. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> Noob. <laughs> so
2: uh yeah, it was it was great. Um I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of uh hotel restaurant food and uh stayed in many hotels. Very cool. Um and it all went pretty smoothly, really. I was Quite exhausted afterwards, but mm. um, are you going to be getting
1: some more work like that? Do
2: you reckon? Oh, I should do. Yeah, I do nice. work. I do work with this this company a lot. I, um, well, not a lot. I, a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be doing. I'm hoping to do more visual stuff. Um, I think they kind of wanted me to do this job to see if I can do it and hope right. that I could do more. So, hopefully, I delivered. Um, I was working with some really cool people. Actually, uh, the, our sound tech guy called um, Al. He is the one of the, uh, I think he's the main sort of manager, organiser guy for Purple Rain, uh, oh, Celebration no of Prince, <laughs> as well as various other, various bits of musical things. He does a lot. He's a. Did he have some people that,
1: uh, did he know some people that you knew as well? Oh, yeah. yeah like, yeah. we
2: met, uh, like, we're talking about various stuff, and um, I said, oh, I'm a musician and stuff like that, and we had actually met a few years previous, but, right. like, a passing thing, we kind of... Mm-hmm. But he was like, oh, so you know, so I was like, yeah, 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 you know, oh, I know Bino and yeah, yeah. and like oh, all yeah. of these kind of people that were around Hicks? sort of back Did in Hicks the day. Um, I forgot to mention Hicks yeah, yeah, yeah. because he, I, of course, he would do. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> we're being attacked. Oh, goodness, <laughs> we've been we've been attacked. We're
1: being attacked by a wonderful lady called Angel, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nice. is, is this a promo for your for your appearance? Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know how much you can hear a mic. Yeah, exactly. To, 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 to I'm going to just gonna stand next to you. There we go.
0: Let's do it that way.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, Anjo, you're going to be joining us next week for some for some independent music week chat. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's almost sold out the whole week. Is your is your show sold out? Not sold out. Oh my god, guys, get some tickets for this. Guys, so this, smile for the camera. Is uh what date is it? First of February. First of February. So that is the Friday. Yeah. So next Friday's Friday. A good day for it. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Next Friday, Angel's playing with Monster Florence from Colchester Rye and Ride Shabby. That's pretty huge lineup. Good <laughs> nice. It's nice. absolutely How I get massive. On that? Well, because you're huge, man. I found you, man. Nice. I mean, you know, you are just you're a hench in words. Hench in words. Word hench. Your word hench.
0: Short, short name
1: though, A <laughs> Yeah, it's great. Well, it's great for posters and logo makers. Yeah. Because you can just be like. Is Ang and they're like, oh, thank you for not taking up loads of space, like JS and the Lockerbillies. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: hey, hey, it could be ob- Oddball and the Shifty Twins. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah that's... there's many. Oh.
1: There's many.
2: Yeah, we just shorten it to Oatst. <laughs> <laughs> Oatst. It's a Scottish band. Yeah, Oatst. Oatst!
1: Um. Uh. Harley was just telling us about. Um. So so we were talking about Purple Rain, The Prince celebration. Yes. Um. um so wait, so this guy was—he was a what he was? So he was the tour manager. He's—he's he
2: he's their kind of main manager guy, the main man, and does all sorts of gotcha. stuff. Um, yeah, he—he's—he's uh, he's been friends with Jimmy from back in the day, and he's a Ipswich guy originally, even though he lives Weird. in Wales. And Isn't we were the middle of Plymouth? in Plymouth. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's it. Small world. The player. company is based in Suffolk, and I think that's where those tyres wow. come in. But it's still. Pretty awesome. So they still work out. Are they operate out of Martlesham? uh, yeah. All different companies. sorry, different BT. Although, well, sorry, Openreach do operate out of Martlesham, but the company (gasps) I was working for operate at Layston or something like that. Right, because we we, we're we're a project conference company that works separate. How did you get into that line of work, Harley? I got a friend in the job in it. Oh, (laughs) mate. Yeah. um, Who Who you know? It is exactly who you know. I um For me, it was Oliver from Old Paul Shifty Twins. He, he works with them, um, as well as Joe Bowman, who... Uh, Bo Joman. Bo Joman of Blueprint, uh, who also works with Hicks with Synergy and stuff like that. Um, they're kind of part of those circles, and they need an extra pair of hands, and they went, Holly's free. And that's how that went. That's, that voice. That is how that went. So yeah, that was my my midweek stuff. Should we, right. go, should we talk weekend stuff,
1: mate? Talk we're about weekend your stuff. weekend. Are yeah. you leaving us, Angel? Are you leave yes. us. Yes. Oh, tune in next week, ladies Good and gentlemen, see, uh, because Angel is the dynamo awesome. to bring to do some light to our boring conversations. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, she's so cool.
2: I, well, we've been celebrity visited. Oh my
1: goodness, Me. she popped in. You can check out our shows on BBC introducing in Suffolk every yes. week. I think it's on Saturdays. No, it's Wednesday. No, it's Saturdays sure? They have live shows. Anyway, sorry, your yeah. weekend plans. So my
2: weekend, I got home and uh, had full intention of, you know, getting a haircut and make myself look pretty. As you can tell, I did no, not do you that. No, did not do that. No. <laughs> I can tell you, radio no. audience. Yeah. I was, I was going to get a haircut this morning. Didn't do that. He's always pretty. Yeah. Anyway, so I... Just do a Britney. What? Shave the whole lot off? <laughs> Just be like... Meh. I was listening to the Hit Me Baby One My Time vocal stems. Right. Uh, on the way back from that our gig on credit. Saturday. Damn, they're good.
1: She can sing. Yeah, but like just mm-hmm.
2: the, the the layers and stuff, the way it's produced is incredible. Um, so Saturday night, I was at the Three Wise Monkeys, as we spoke about last week, um, with Chart Attack. Now that was an amazing gig. It's a great little venue, isn't it? It is. It was absolutely rammed. Mm-hmm. We, you couldn't move in there. Uh, it was. It surprised everyone. Yeah, we were like, oh, this would be a nice gig. You know, it's a Chill. nice, it's a nice venue, but it will. It'll have a bit of, there'll be a bit of a buzz to it because it's, it, it's got that, it's got that vibe, it's got that scene to it, but it was absolutely packed, we had people dancing at the front, it was great. They said at the bar, they were like, we, we weren't expecting it to be this busy because it's the week before payday. Right, yeah. And um, we tried some new songs out, we tried some really cool new songs. Nice. Uh, that went down really well, so we're really looking forward to playing them some more and uh, and, and sort of getting them to find their place. Um because, they're, they're, yeah, there's some really cool stuff. I don't want to name the songs because, yeah, hey... Yeah, you got to go to the show. Yeah, come to the show and you can see what amazing songs that we play. They are amazing. They are the best songs in the world. Not even Ooh. a tribute. <laughs> we play the song that Tenacious D wrote about.
1: Wow. So, yeah,
2: we did that. You need to see that. It was great. Um, yeah, it was awesome. I can't even go any further than that. And then I had... When did I to go see a gig last night? You... You what? I saw a gig. What? So my lovely girlfriend, it was. It's a birthday tomorrow. We should.
1: Happy birthday, Nikki! Happy birthday, Nikki! Yeah. Happy birthday, Nikki! There we go. For she... like either tomorrow or two days ago.
2: Yeah, <laughs> or or six months ago. People, you could listen back. Yeah. So you know we're it, probably dead to some people that are listening right now. Oh my god! To think right? this, our voice will live longer than we will. Yeah, maybe. Mind blown, which it might be how we die. <laughs> Let us know just in the yeah. comments below how we died. Tell us something <laughs> mind-blowing to kill us live on air. <laughs> yes. So, um, we went to see en Shikari.
1: Oh It
2: was amazing. It Where'd was you go? So, so, we went to UEA in Norwich. Oh, amazing. Um, and it was just, I mean, everything you expect from a, from a uh, Shikari show. Mm-hmm. Awesome lights, really well done, a hella tight band. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I haven't sort of seen them live for well at least sort of nine years or so. Uh, it was really cool because I was like I just like double check like, all all the original lineup. You know you can tell they're a real close bunch of guys, they all good mates, uh, and they just looked like they were having the most fun. Nice. It was really cool. The sound was great. Um, actually saw a couple of our Thursday students there. Oh no way! They're rocking out right at the front, <laughs> That's yeah. Sick. And one of our students' mums who was. Enjoying yeah. it from the sidelines. Yeah, it's like oh good. Yeah,
1: earplugs. Yeah. They have ear yeah. <laughs> I probably
2: I have my earplugs Oh actually no, I I was actually didn't I took my earplugs out after a little while I was like, it's not that loud. Oh, it's a goodness. really good level and a really good mix. Yeah, okay. And where where the steps go up and you're in, you're then in the kind of the surrounding surrounding the pit. <laughs> um yeah, the way that goes is it accents a lot of low end, and you don't get as much top end. Yeah. Uh, so when you're sitting in that back bit, all you could, the kick drum just overpowers everything. Right. Um, but because it's a decent volume, if you take your ears out, you get a bit more top end, and it's a bit clearer in, in, oh, in cool. the sound. So yeah, it was really cool. bear back. there was a <laughs> yeah. I was I was alternating. Oh. <laughs> out then in, out then in. There we go. Yeah. Um, uh, Nick Keeble was there. Oh great! Uh, from yeah. Marina Romey was there, rocking out. I, I I went in to see him this after uh, this morning, and sort nice. of we were like, oh
3: my god, oh my god, ah!
2: <laughs> fanboying because it, it was just a great show. Um, that and so yeah, cool. and it was damn cold on the way out, and I had to wait like 15 minutes for
1: my windscreen to de-ice. Yeah, exactly. And... Just like just the heat of the excitement defrosted you. Yes, that's amazing. Well, it, it's it good great. to be able to just go to a gig without that thing of like oh, I've got to be there for a specific time because I've got to set it up. Yes. I want to get there so I can get a good place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. no, nice, that. And it, 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 it's sort of, I think, enough. a lot of the time, I think you'll find the audience at gigs, a lot of the time, is musicians. Yeah. <laughs> You'd think it would be like a bus driver's holiday. We're yeah. just like, oh, I'm just going along to watch something. But I think a lot of the time you say, does anybody hear how to play an instrument? And they'll be like, twenty five hands go off. Of course, of course. Yeah.
2: You say about like getting no we did actually intentionally turn up a little bit late because uh-huh. because we didn't want to wait in the queue. No, so it's like we, yeah we get there about like quarter eight, we might miss a bit of the first first uh support. Although apparently we didn't miss much, they weren't great. <laughs> no. Um but so we like we turned up a bit late so we could go straight in, so
1: it wasn't as cold. That's nice, and it was smart, nice. smart ideas. Right, yes. Harley? Well, well, it's a wonderful, wonderful adventure. Are you going to play some music? Well, you did such a wonderful thing, Harley. You did things well done. Harley did stuff well done, buddy. Let's play some music, mate. We're going to play uh, as a track by this guy, Connor Nunn. I've not seen him live. I've not heard his music, but he has an EP launch coming up this week. Uh, well, the, the EP's already out on iTunes, but I think he's doing a big showcase for it. So that's at Venue 77. We'll tell you where it is later on in the gig list. Nice. This, call, this song's called Off Guard. You get it on iTunes and stuff. Check it out. That was off guard by Connor Nunn. Uh, great shot, a uh, great song. That I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's got that sort of um, uh, that sort of soulful neo soul kind of uh, you know sort of flams on the keys, which I really yeah. like. That sort of makes it kind of late. Some really nice ducking on the kick there, which sort of makes the breathe a bit. Um, But yeah, we were saying it's sort of got kind of a Sam Smith, James Arthur kind of vibe. Yeah, Um, but then
2: still being his own thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Still still quite original. So yeah, he's got a gig coming up uh, this week at Venue 77, so check that out later on the gig list. What's that, mate?
2: Did you find, did you see if he was any relation to uh, other musician, Mr. James Nunn?
1: I I couldn't find out. I couldn't see it, but I don't think there's a likeness. No. I don't know maybe it is anyway what did I do some things Uh, so I'm going (laughs) to talk about them and stuff so uh, yeah we had a gig last night no not last night whoa bang we had a a gig Saturday night uh, which was a private party Um, so that was at the Felix Sailing Club you played there before
2: uh, no, but we've just had a gig come in for there actually. Ah, yes.
1: interesting, because I did put the name behind there a little bit. Oh, you did. While oh, back. there we go. But um, it was um, yeah, because it's, it's the same. Um, it's the same guy that used to run the Grosvenor, Colin. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, years back. I'm not sure how long ago it's been since he left. But yeah, it's a nice place. I like it. It's got it- sort of bar and also an events area, um, and they've done a lot of stuff there um, with when it was. Um, the Dough Ferry Fest that yeah. my mum helped put on. Ah, uh, yes. So, uh, yeah, they're hopefully going to do that again this year. But yeah, it was nice, it was sort of you know, standard kind of party. It was Phil's retirement party. Um, Phil piss, and uh, yeah, and it was kind of great because everybody was already drunk. Oh, that's always good. Somebody started playing, <laughs> and they gave them curry. So I don't know, drunk curry eaters, and maybe maybe the curry effect infect, infected it a bit, affected it a bit. <laughs> I don't know what allegations you're making. But you? <laughs> <laughs> well, we got curry. We got given curry, mate. It was great. Oh, nice. It was a
2: buffet. A buffet. Nice. Oh, Jimmy
1: Buffett. Um, and uh, so, you know, waiting patiently in line and eating food and stuff like that. Sit down and Murray's like, I'm having another Dom Goes yeah. up, cuts the queue, nicks the last poppadon. Oh.
0: Oh, <laughs> comes back. He's like,
1: I'm sure there's more. He's like, I feel like a horrible Papa Dom thief, and I was like, Papa Dom thief. <laughs> I'm in trouble, thief. Papa Dom thief. That's amazing. <laughs> that tickled us for the rest of the night. Uh, so we, yeah. And then we also had that song stuck in our head. I don't think Madonna actually wrote that song to be talking about Papa Doms. There was another little thing. Murray hates faff. So if you're like carrying. You know, if you're making multiple trips to carry something that could be carried in one, mm. he hates that. Yeah. If you're like cabling something wrong, you know, if you if if you've got a long cable but you've just you couldn't be bothered and you and you so you you connected like more than one cable, he's like it's faff. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So at the end of it, um. Rain oh, Rainer's listening in. He likes Popadom Thief. <laughs> um <laughs> Next week's jingle. Popadel thief. Um so yeah, uh we uh so at the end we, we sort of got everything out and uh I was just gonna make a last idiot check. You know the idiot check. If anybody hasn't heard the yeah. idiot check, it's just going back around to make sure you haven't left anything behind. So I uh so I said I've just got a couple things to left just to check back. He's like, Oh, just some just some last minute gubbins. Yes, he says some faffy gubbins. That's <laughs> like who's faffy gobbins that's, that's just oh that's it's my nan <laughs> oh it's me she's 90 <laughs> 90 years old faffy gobbins that's the name of my next D and D character <laughs> It is. this is just really clumsy character um yeah yeah so uh so that was nice just a little gig just a one gig um been teaching all week um teaching some new new songs to the, my kids at moorland we did a, a little ukulele version of three little birds by bob marley which nice. was really cute because some of them it's just trying to teach them about, about syncopation offbeat rhythms mm. and also just sort of because they all knew that song like don't worry and i was like you got to sing that to your parents just if they're down because <laughs> yeah. they'll love that if you've got a ukulele at home um so we had some new songs for the rock project as well which was quite fun yes. to do uh, i've been writing some stuff as well just for the for this new album that i'm going to be i'm writing in there's stuff going ahead for um, just uh, ideas for the moment, but so I'm going to take them to the guys in the locker, but he's Raina Murray and Rich, to see what they think about them. Um, I've also got a new regime where I'm practicing at least sort of an hour every day, rather than and just dedicated sort of, practice. Yeah, That's like actually, so they're not just noodling over stuff because a lot of time you can just pick up your instrument and just be like, oh, I'll just play what's good. So I've been actually what I've been enjoying doing has been um, uh, has been transcribing stuff mm. um and transcribing uh solos from instruments that aren't guitars so yeah. i'll be listening to like um charlie parker and yeah. sax player and, and and play along to that i've been transla- um, transposing some some bass solos from a Shaggy otis track yeah um uh, just anything that sort of it's got a tone i can't really transpose a, a transcribe a, a drum solo it's quite difficult really if
2: although I, just, I do like what I do love when you see the videos of drummers playing along
1: to speeches. What I found out, nobody works here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's genius. It's great. There's that one from uh, Allie Sunny in Philadelphia that always yes. gets shared around. <laughs> yes, it's wonderful, isn't it? Uh. Charlie talked But yeah, so yeah, so I think that's uh, that's because I need to I need to practice what I preach. Uh, so whenever I'm telling my students, at least you know practice at least an, half an hour a day or something like this. Yeah, and uh, and I'm sort of thinking. Yeah, when's the last time you practice? I play guitar every day, mm. but is it practice? Ish. <laughs> it's like just having an instrument in your hand doesn't mean you're practicing. It's you know practice uh, is you know really ironing over the things you're not good at. So I've just been going over things like that. Um, it just like so you know when you sort of go, I've completely forgotten the name of it, but when you go up scales and steps, so like, yeah. <laughs> sort of up and down. Yeah. Um So you go up three, back two, up three, back yeah. two, up three, back two. I've been doing that on scales that I'm just not as, as confident on. Yeah. So sort of like, you know, uh, Dorian flat five or, or something like this, you know, some modes that I'm just kind of like, I never use them, but I need to train my fingers to just, you know, work outside of my brain sometimes. Because then
2: you've, you've always got that fear when you're doing like a, so and you, you you see it with a lot of like young or musicians guitarists who are new to doing solos and they start just by going up the scale. Yeah, and they du- come back. Du- down. Du- 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 yeah. and you know, and, and that's that's such a uh a, like a go-to when you yeah. when
1: you're first starting out. If you really want to learn the form, go back and back and back, and, and t- just you mess around with it a bit
2: and skip notes and you know. Yeah and figure
1: out some passing notes as well just sort of like you know it's like a yeah. lot of bebop soloists will you know will go up the arpeggios but they'll add little um, uh, chromatic passing notes in so that they land back on the one yeah it's really interesting um, I had a horrible submission to do last week uh, last Thursday um, uh, I had uh, basically I've been applying for Start East funding for ages just to, to help with sort of furthering yeah. the band's career a bit Um and and I've been doing it since about I've been doing it since twenty seventeen. I figured this out. It's a year and a bit that I've been wow. trying to get funding and it's just not happened yet. So I had a last ditch attempt last Thursday and uh, uh didn't find out until, you know, a couple of days before that I had a lot to give in. So I had to revamp my uh. business plan, I had to do a new marketing plan, uh I had to do uh I had to, you know, submit all my financial records. Um, I had to uh, yeah, really outline a timeline of how this project would work etc wow, so yeah. we're going to talk more about this later on but it's just about yeah. how it, important it is for bands to be on it with their business acumen but um the most important news that came out of last week um absolutely devastated me um some of you guys that are listening my remember one of my old bands, stratus fire mm-hmm. and uh we played for years we used to be kismet um yeah and uh which, you know, Harley and I gigged with that years back. Mm-hmm. And uh but the lead singer, Mikey Adkins, he lost his fight with cancer last Tuesday. He was thirty six, um, and he had has two beautiful children and uh and we miss him sorely. He was a, he's a wonderful, wonderful guy. Um it's just it's just absolutely awful he's, he's, he's the best friend to my big brother um, so he used to come around and, and we just used to hang it wasn't always just a music thing um, he stayed with my mum a bunch of times because you know when he was in between places or because he used to live in a caravan he used to have to um, say so that you wouldn't have to pay tax Oh, he would sort of yeah. crash on the couch Um, he was just a, uh, an awesome guy he could yeah he'd do anything for you Um, and uh, my brother is absolutely distraught um, I, I miss him, and I can't imagine how my brother's feeling right now. Um, so I just wanted to send love out to his family and, and, and just say that we're thinking of you. There is a GoFundMe campaign uh, going on on Facebook at the moment, which I shared um, because as he was so young, he was thirty six. He doesn't have this great pension that he can pay out. Mm. He's not got this, you know, some, you know, backstop that the family can be like, okay, well, at least, you know, we're sorted for the future. No, he's he's relying on the on the people to help out with um with donations yeah so we are really relying on people that listen to the show to go along to the gofundme campaign we'll share it on the page and to help them out um which yeah cuz Mikey we we loved you mm. uh, we miss you a lot um and uh we had so many really really good years Playing together, so uh, I want to play one of our songs, which hasn't been on the air on the radio for ages. Um, this one is one that right, Mikey wrote, and we actually recorded it with Ian Crow from Ablin Man Records. Yep, um, in 2009. Wow! So, yeah, ma- amazing, right? So uh, yeah, check this out. This is "Inside of My Head" by Stratus Fire. RIP, Mikey. Mm. Was, uh, that was me back in 2009 With the wonderful Mikey Adkins uh, Singing there uh, I was on guitar The first solo Ben My big brother Ben Was the last solo there And there was Murray Collins And Ashley Paul on the drums So yeah I'm going to have to let go of that now um, So yeah uh, News 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 I'm not going to play the jingle No let's not <laughs> <laughs> Oh god After that um, So yeah Article 13 uh, We've talked about that this On this show before With Rainer Vandel. Yeah and uh, and uh, it's, it's interesting stuff. Cause it's all about um, you know rights in the music industry and a lot of the uh, you know the sort of creative industries as a whole. So Article 13 has been voted down. Uh, member states of the EU were due to gather in Romania to approve the latest draft version of the EU copyright directive, but instead, 11 countries—Germany, Italy, Belgium, the Netherlands, Finland, Slovenia, and others—reportedly uh, voted against it. So uh, many citing concerns over the Article 13, as well as a similarly contentious clause, Article 11, dumped the li- the link the link tax, uh, it's just basically taxing people that like Zelda. Uh, uh, the yeah. the directive scheduled approval was outright cancelled. As a result, they were supposed to be meeting up today, I believe, to actually you know sign it into law or whatever. Right. And uh, and. and Got shut down. Shut down completely. Um, if a compromise on a new draft can't be found before the end of February, however, the legislation faces an uncertain fate and could even possibly be scrapped. So the entire thing could be gone because of like two articles from that. Right. So it's not It's not great. Not looking great for rights holders.
2: It's a really weird um, thing because you've got... YouTube mm-hmm. YouTuber talking about how it's a bad thing. Um, yeah. Well, it's and- just... Yeah. It's, I mean, they were putting out, they were spending money on adverts exactly. to us to tell us to yeah. to go against it, yet it didn't really like. Uh, I know people on um, on online and stuff call it like uh, have said it class as the meme tax right because you've got these people who own the rights to pictures that have become memes that are being shared around everywhere and this like well surely they. ...deserve something and Article 13 would stop that sort of thing from happening. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. Uh, YouTube actually has been accused of carpet bombing propaganda by the BPI, the British Phonographic Industry. Um, mm-hmm. Tactics in the latter's fight against the Article 13, suggesting that the Google uh, Alphabet platform is trying to scaremonger the EU into reversing decisions, which might have actually worked, if you think about it.
2: I, they've probably got more um, influence... On the masses, than because YouTube, I mean... Especially, more, yeah, more than the EU
1: sometimes, right? Yeah,
2: YouTube is the second biggest search engine. No yeah. one really thinks of it like that, but it is a massive search engine. Mm. Uh, so a lot of people just do it's a huge, lot of their it? research by it's
1: it. Uh, it's been lobbying as well for it. Yeah. I mean, it's not just been sitting there just, you know, talking to us. It's been talking to lawmakers and uh, legislators. Mm. Right. So, you know, it's it's crazy. It's funny because BPI has you know been a massive critic of of YouTube because yeah. you know obviously there would be uh, however YouTube Music meanwhile has just been unveiled as a, as a key sponsor of the UK industry's annual tentpole event the Brit Awards which is owned by the BPI <laughs> right okay so there's just this interwoven intrigue going on
2: interesting that's a okay right so what are
1: they gonna do? so I don't know what's going to happen with that i mean you know article 13 was a good thing for rights holders, not a great thing for content providers, which mm. a lot of the time I find that musicians are both of those things nowadays yeah. they're both you know coming up with the content uh so owning the rights to it, but they still want people to watch it yeah they um, they're
2: part of that self almost distribution yeah. of of that
1: content maybe it'll just push more people just like you know if you're going to be putting something up. You kind of only use your own music or... I mean, you still get, you know, Creative Commons, you know, copyright-free music from yeah. YouTube. So.
2: Um, yeah, there are people on Reddit saying that it will push more original content, which will be good because a lot of Reddit is people posting the same things over and over yeah, again. Yeah. Um, meme, 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 Yeah, that's where the that, term uh, meme comes yeah, from. Yeah, like Beaker from Sesame Street.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> like meme, meme, meme. Meme, 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 meme.
1: Meme, 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 meme.
2: Yeah. So... I remember hearing about the etymology of the term meme, and it's brilliant, but I can't remember what it is. Yeah, it's so.
1: Richard Dawkins it's about mimesis. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's funny because Richard Dawkins, like the the great anti-theist, yes. uh, <laughs> is like yeah, sort of uh, almost created his own religion. So um, oh, he totally has. So totally yeah, has. you know, that's just some stuff that that I think that you guys should know about oh. if you like uh, if you like Article Thirteen. If you're oh, not happy with that, it'll be 13, interesting to
2: see. How like where that goes in the next sort of six months? Because
1: mm-hmm. if well, we've it's got a-, a month, February, it'll be next month. If it's not done, then right, okay, then that whole thing will be scrapped, and there'll be a new copyright directive I- brought oh. forward. I expect.
2: Wow. So that's a wow. Wow. Right, there. Wilson. Let's get on to <laughs>
1: the report back this morning. jingle Harley. Do you think no, it is essential for a band or a musician to have a business hat on?
2: Yes. Yeah, I think it's very important. Uh, Good, well, thank you. actually, I'm going to contradict, contradict. Depends what you do with a band. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I know bands who just go out, have fun, do their thing, mm-hmm. and that's fine for them. But I guess they don't need to do. They, they don't need to have that. They they might not feel the need to have that business hat on because they're purely getting up on a stage and performing in front of people because it's something they enjoy they doing.
1: Like doing, yeah, exactly. I think yeah, it is important um, to to be able to just re- separate your your work life yeah. with your with your with your free time. But I don't know. I think it's I've been in bands before where it's been just so willy-nilly as to who books the band, um who gets paid for certain things, what time you show up, and they're all kind of business practices that job you roles. need. Yeah, the job roles exactly. Um and it's just uh, so there's been times when, you know, because oh you were expecting somebody to do a job but it, you weren't talking to them to do that job in a way yeah. that was you know it, that was kind of professional or anything that person either hasn't done that job so then somebody gets really annoyed and it causes pressure with the band and then you know people leave and then they did certain jobs that yeah. you, that people didn't know how to do and stuff so yeah. it's like a company you got to run a, run a band or, a, or a, a musical career like a business I mean um, even on something like earlier I said about getting funding yeah i needed so much information i don't think a lot of bands think realize that they can well, get funding
2: you wrote a business plan for a band mm. and when you explain it that makes sense but a lot of people just go why do i what well what is your plan as a about well we want to play gigs well how are you gonna do that
1: mm-hmm. you know it's just well you know you actually go through your action yeah. plans you know actually thinking about you know goals objectives smart uh swot analysis strengths weaknesses opportunities and threats you yeah. know certain things look at look at the competition locally um yeah. uh, and look about and look at what you're not doing right right now that you can do better yeah. certain things that just they apply to you know a printing ink company yeah as well as a band um so yeah i was thinking about having accounts and invoicing i mean it's it's huge yeah. because you can get really stung um if if down the line people find oh, you keep, well, where's this 50 quid come from like every once in a while and it's amounted and it's pushed you over a tax threshold. Yeah. You know, you need to do it. Uh, having rights? Have you joined the MU yet? No. Nope. <laughs> this is going to be an on- ongoing
0: joke I, on the Harley and Josh show. I it? have
1: fully intended on doing it. Uh, you can join for a pound.
2: Yeah, but... You are yeah. lucky man,
1: I pay like 16 quid a month or something.
2: Yeah, I just went, I was going to do it when I was away but the internet in every hotel was terrible. Funnily enough when you're working for Open
0: Reach. <laughs>
3: I know, right?
1: <laughs> um. Anyway, so uh yeah, I was thinking about uh getting found and promoted. I find this like uh when I the amount of times I'm looking for bands to play on the show, yeah, and I get so frustrated when they just not planned out their Facebook page, their website properly at all. Yeah. And it takes me ages just to find some music by them. Like, you know, they will be they'll have a great picture of them or something like this, but it will there'll be no link as to where I can hear them yeah. or a music video Or showing where they're gigging.
2: In in talking Facebook and stuff and marketing as such, I chatted with Nick earlier and we were talking about various things. And he actually complimented the Harley and Josh show for having really good social media. And that's something you're really good at. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say this publicly. When it comes to our social media, (laughs) that is all you. (laughs)
1: It's not all me.
2: I am about ninety-five percent, ninety-eight. I am terrible at social media. I don't like social media. I don't enjoy it as a platform. They're watching me eat, man. Yeah. Well, that's what Instagram is. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <It's> live. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't. I. I. I don't enjoy. I probably wouldn't have Facebook if it wasn't a, such an easy way to to promote yeah. music and stuff like that. Of course, man. Um. I. So I, it's not something I enjoy doing. However, it's something that. It was pointed out with Chart Attack that um, we have to promote our gigs as much as possible, uh, and we need to try and promote ourselves when it comes to getting bookings and such like that. Um, and our, actually, our agency messaged us and gave us loads of resources of things we can do to help sort of get get gooder at that. Um, <laughs> Good word. Get gooder. Yeah. so uh, it, That's helpful. It, it really it's something I need to step my yeah. game up on but then it's also something I'm really not passionate about Yeah. so I, that is a hard part for me but then it's maybe something that we could offset onto to some of the other
1: band members yeah, who are better at it exactly than I, I mean it's just certain things like you say it's got to have sort of departments just like each you have a PR department you have a marketing department you have mm. an accounts department you know it can really help I mean in the in the Lockabillies I'm all of those departments all in one so things work for by the wayside but if you don't have that you know hierarchy of a dictator in your band yeah. it's good to like you say spread it out a bit. So you are um, employee
2: of the month <laughs> always. Yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. I've got a great big sort of portrait of of, of me above the wall. <laughs> yes. And it's just like, "Oh no oh, no oh. And I've got a mustache like big brother. Um so yeah, <laughs> uh, planning release schedules as well. So it's, it's it's product development. Your album is a product or if it, if you haven't released anything, your live yeah. show is a product. You know, you've got to think about you know how to plan that out exactly when you're going to be gigging in certain places mm. um, to get the maximum kind of uh, return on your investment, which you have made an investment in your band. You've yeah. bought gear for it. You've uh, you know bought, bought tickets in these stupid venues that ask you to buy, buy tickets. Blah, blah, blah. Um, what else have I got? Getting paid rights. I mean, yeah, the Lockabillies is the first band that I've been in where I have bothered with rights and it has really helped me out of just sort of getting every sort of quarter I get at least 30 quid um, just Something on performance on rights Yeah, I mean and there's way more that I could be doing for that but you know I could get at least 20 quid each show mm. that I play where we play our own songs because it's just you know that if that venue has a PRS license then you can be paid for playing the songs that you own. Right, um, yeah. There's everything you can do. You can do that on Centric Music. It's a website where you can you sign up to it and you put down what gigs you're playing and what songs you're playing, um, That if they're your own ones, and they send that away and then you can get your PRS money.
2: Do you... Uh claim rights on the jingles that we play on the radio show <laughs> <laughs> i don't
1: know i'm not sure if they're long enough no i think no. it's supposed to be at least 30 seconds or something oh that's a shame but yeah i mean i think uh, i think all i'm saying is business uh really works when it comes to actually getting out of the garage after hmm. you've written the songs and after you've practiced and just had a had a hang and had a good time with each other after that, it's business. Yeah. If you bring business too much to the songwriting or to the sort of the band dynamic, you know how your mates just doesn't make sense. I mean, I try my hardest with the band to not make them feel like they are, yeah, employed by me.
2: And that's something I do struggle with actually. When it's kind of like you need to sell someone to sort of up the game or you know be a little bit more snappy on a, on a pack mm. down or stuff mm. like that. But I don't want to be the guy that goes. That says all of that, and then then I'm and then I'm the the bad guy, or then Mm I'm I'm not I'm no longer their friend. I'm then a work guy, you know, and I'm trying to avoid that, and it's not easy.
1: Exactly, so I think it's a good way. It's a good way to to separate the the creative process and you guys hanging out with, you know, actually getting down to booking stuff, and that way you can be much more clinical and you know tell somebody when they're doing a bad job. Mm. But anyway, what do you guys think? Uh, You can tweet us at Harley C. Yes, at Lockabillies. we're on Instagram, um, and we're all over the place. Uh, and comment on our Facebook page and let us know what you guys either think or what you want us to talk about. What do you want from us? <laughs> what yeah. do you want? <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, let's uh, let's let's talk about what's going on in our local stuff. Time for music stuff Which is the Ooh. whole show yeah. um, Not a lot going on this week mate No Not a lot going on this week I ain't got anything on at all No gigging so, No I have
2: it mum's... It's me ma's birthday oh, happy
1: birthday mate I feel like I should
2: be more scouts with that It's me ma's birthday
1: Jenny please <laughs> Sorry You can record <laughs> and give it to her Jenny please have a good birthday <laughs> put, you, put your mother on the phone Um so yeah we've got well I've got a show in Brightling Sea just like a little uh, private party thing on, on Saturday nice which will be fun uh, with the whole band as well so I've got all my boys uh, yeah. January 24th we've got the Undiscovered Contest uh, Solo Heat in Colchester that's all going on through Wise Monkeys Sweet. that's a bunch of stuff I've checked all the, all the artists out there's some promising stuff going on there so if you want to see some new uh, Undiscovered talent there is Sparrowhawk Jody Campbell Adam Duffill, Libby Raid Backroom Stereo, Jen Irving, and Matt Selly. That's on Thursday at seven thirty.
2: Awesome. Uh, I've got here twenty fifth of January. Tea time tunes at the Falcon. Falcon. The Falcon. <laughs> Sorry. Tea time tunes at the Falcon. That's too much. <laughs> tea time tunes at the Falcon. Who's playing? Uh, oh. That is Rob. Uh, Last Gunfire uh, hey. playing at the Falcon. So um, oh, I got an invite to that today. Yes. So, nice. that, um, so that is on January twenty
1: fifth. January 25th, oh, yeah. check that out. The Falcon, that's old Bowman's, isn't it? That is, so, yeah. Yeah, near Music World. Uh, January 25th, we've got Connor Nunn. So what? who we played earlier awesome, with yeah. Off Guard. Uh, he's got a great um, sort of EP and album coming out. So that is at Venue 77. Yep. This Friday at 7. There's still some tickets, so if you check out his Facebook page. Nice. Uh, yeah, that'd be good. Nice and chill, chill-step, trappy vibes. Sweet. Um, what else have we got? We've got January 25th that Friday. we got Berry Sound. Heat one at the Hunter Club with oh, nice. Kyanos are actually sort of headlining it. Uh, I looked at the band lineup. We've got Red Glass and we've got Lemon Days. I've forgotten some of the other ones, but yeah, they'll be good. there will be a nice big mix of of of. There's a metal band playing. And there's some sort of shoe gaze-y stuff. Sweet. Lemon gaze lemon days. Awesome. Gaze. So what else we got?
2: I've got a couple of bands on Saturday. We got Doctor and the Epics playing at the Hellbird Inn, which used to be Halberd. Uh what's it called? That place. McGinty's. That's Haskell. now that's now reopened as the Hellbird Inn. Oh, I've not been there since. A uh, Halberd? Halberd. In Halberd? The big the big big that's axe in it. It's the name of my butler. Is that what Halbert is? Halberd. It's a big big axe.
1: Wipe me. <laughs>
2: Okay, Uh, we've also got Shoot the Glass at the Black Horse as well. Nice. So they're an awesome band. And that's on Friday? Uh, Sorry, that's also on Saturday.
1: Saturday. Yep. Cool. We've got uh, live music with Hurricane Wolves. Not heard of them before. Nice. Uh, Their feet, Banco, that is uh, Friday 9 o'clock at the Trimley Sports and Social Club. Sweet. I couldn't tell whether they were an originals band or a covers band. It says their love of original rock. The, again this is one. sorry guys to, to call you out on this one but it was a bad Facebook page sort out what you're about section and stuff Yeah, <laughs> put some info on there or a video or something yeah
2: it could just be a podcast where they talk about original rock and appreciate it I <laughs> mean it's it's that unspecific no idea what they're into uh Yep. I've got some Sunday music if you uh, if, if we, are we on Sunday yet or have you got some no, more no we've before? still got some stuff on January 26th Car- far away
1: one. that is the family music workshops so you can go and learn an instrument if you wish nice at the Gainsborough Community Library up near my ends. oh that's cool Uh so that's Saturday at one o'clock there's loads of different instruments you can learn there they've got um and it looks like there's going to be a, a slight sort of afrobeat and reggae kind of theme going on. So, mm. yeah, that'll be loads of fun. Uh Sweet. Yeah, sorry, that's Sunday. What you got going on?
2: Uh, so, I've got here, we've got James Morgan. He's, I've got that down as well, yeah. Yeah, playing at Isaac's. Three o'clock. Uh, three o'clock. It's great. I haven't seen James playing in a long time, but he's a really, really great songwriter and a, a, a really fun performer as well.
1: Quickly before we go, that's the end of the gig list, guys. Uh-huh. Um, before we go anywhere, your favourite favorite mention on the, oh, the yes. facebook game what was yours
2: um i need to check through i'm read through it <laughs> yeah
1: so i mean there's been some really great ones actually uh, well, i chose the wall by pink floyd but what did you what were you saying
2: uh my favorite suggestion that we had was rob rob lewis uh came up with um war of the worlds oh great yeah
1: jeff wayne which is Great. absolutely awesome i didn't think about that one that's a really good no,
2: idea it's that's one that does uh uh i f- i forget how awesome it is yeah um my, I, I, say, I was saying earlier that you know some of my favorite albums are are concept yeah, albums. Yeah, top five. Yeah, Fear Was it Haken, Haken, the the Mountain. Right. Uh, the um Fear of Blank Planet, Porcupine Tree, amazing. Um, the Raven that refused to sing.
1: I've not heard any of these albums. Oh mate, check them out. Yeah, I'm so I'm so sorry. Uh,
2: yeah, Raven refused to sing by Steve Wilson. Um, War of the Worlds is definitely on there. Yeah. Uh, and there's many other ones that I can't think of right now which Amazing. are equally as awesome but that that that's kind of there are some really good ones out there
1: thanks for being involved in that guys we do that every single week Saturday or Sunday depending when I can remember yeah. Uh, so yeah it's, it's on our Instagram as well next week we've got a special guest coming in we've got Angel, yes we Freeman have coming in uh, she will be performing with Monster Florence uh, on the Friday of Independent Music Venue Week next week huge so we're going to be talking about that um, and yeah if you've got something else that you want us to talk about you know, let us know. But before then, we have an exclusive first play, Harley. Yeah. An exclusive first play. This is the perks of this. Um this isn't actually released yet. Um Polly Haynes has got a new single coming out. That's February second, so it's not even this weekend, it's next weekend that'll be coming out on Spotify. It's the last of the tracks that they recorded with Tom Donovan. Yep. Um, including Pulling Me Backwards. Um, that you know, my, that's my favourite one. I like that one. Um, but this one's really interesting. They're all got a different vibe and flavour to them.
2: You're saying is this if you have is if you've already heard them, but this is the first play.
1: Oh, sorry, this is the first play. <laughs> this is awkward Polly sent this to me, and I was just overjoyed. Thank you, Polly, for sending this over. Uh, keep your eyes peeled on her pla- on her page, and on our page. Thank you very much, wonderful people. This is Love's Fire by Polly Haynes
0: Bye.
1: <laughs>